0: Welcome to the Sam the Answer Man podcast for 30 years Sam Ventola has been an attorney hearing officer professor and mediator now he's here to answer your legal questions Sam the Answer Man law made simple here's your hosts Sam and Gina Ventola
1: hi everyone welcome to the Sam the Answer Man podcast I'm Gina and I'm Sam and Sam, I got to talk to you about some stuff. So I was just watching this episode of The Office, which is one of my favorite shows to watch. And Michael was in a deposition. Right. So it got me to thinking, how accurate was it? And what really happens in a deposition? And most importantly, what can I do to prepare for one if I had to go to one?
0: So, a deposition is what we call part of the discovery process. So, it's not the court proceeding, it's part of the lead up to the court where the parties are exchanging information. Basically, one party has the right to demand that the other party show up for a deposition to answer questions under oath.
1: And so, if that happens and I receive that, you know, I receive a notice of deposition, I have to show up. What, do, what can I expect? Like who are the people that are gonna be in the room hearing me testify?
0: So you don't know exactly. The people at deposition. certainly if you have a lawyer, your lawyer will be there. So don't worry about that. It's not gonna have to go in by yourself. Um, secondly, the opposing lawyer will be there. And third, a court reporter will be there. So those are the people you know who are gonna be there. And the court reporter, or reporter will be there with a device to take down everything that, that is said um, during the deposition. Other people who might be there are the opposing party has a right to be at the deposition. So um, the opposing party may be there, and if, and if the deposition is being videotaped, then there might be a videographer there who's going to be operating a camera and a tape recorder, um, like we're on camera now, and uh, and we'll be tape recording the deposition. But they don't do it the way we're doing it with the camera. They actually have a person filming the camera.
1: So. Okay, on the office episode, so they had all those people there that you just described, and they had this old guy there, like he was some kind of judge or arbitrator stuff. Is there anyone like that there?
0: Almost never. So in a very, very contentious case where there have been problems with discovery in the past, there, there may be what's called a special master, somebody who supervises discovery disputes, or even the judge may be at depositions. Sometimes they're taken at the courthouse so the judge can come in if if the judge needs to. But that almost never happens. Generally, that person will not be there. And the videographer, your deposition will only be videotaped if you receive notice in advance that it's going to be a videotaped deposition. Most depositions are not videotaped, but sometimes people videotape them either because they think that person is um, not going to be present for trial or more commonly, they do it just sort of as an intimidation tactic where they feel like it'll put you off balance or something. So kind of
1: like the bright lights interrogating kind right, of thing. Right, yeah, that, they try to scare people
0: that way. That's a lot. A, one of the many things that get done in depositions in order to try to uh, sort of put you off and uh, maybe make you make some mistakes.
1: So if I'm called for a deposition, is this when I come and prove my case? like, hey, dude, you're full of crap. No, this- and you really no?
0: shouldn't think of that way. A lot of people think of depositions and all right, now is when I tell my story. This is not when you tell your story. This is when you answer the questions that are put to you and only that. You should not think of a deposition as a time when you're gonna make your case. The deposition is something you have to submit to because you're required to answer questions and that's all you should be doing. You should not be trying to make your entire case at the deposition.
1: So when I'm answering questions, I mean, much like Michael did in the episode, saying something stupid like that's what she said is not a good idea.
0: No, you want to be professional and you want to remember that everything's being taken down. And, you know, the most important thing in deposition as well as trial is you always want to tell the truth. If you're starting to say things that aren't true, you know, you like they say, you, you weave a tangled web and it's all going to come crashing down. It's And it's a violation of the law because you're going to be under oath. So always tell the truth in deposition, and you wanna treat it seriously. You don't wanna make jokes or anything like that. You wanna make sure that you're answering the questions, you're answering them completely, but you're only answering the questions that are put to you.
1: Now, as far as answering the questions, can I elaborate, can I explain my side? What should I do?
0: No, so generally if you're asked a question, let's say you're asked a question, what time did you get there? And you say, oh, I got 9.30 a.m. That's the right answer. The wrong answer is, I got there at 9.30 because I had to stop at the store and I really had to go because we were out of milk and I had to get diapers. Do not go into that stuff because that was not asked you. If at trial you want to say those things, you can. But only answer the question. Answer it completely. But think very carefully about what question was given to you. And if the question is yes or no, say yes or no. And if the question is what time did something happen, your answer should be a time
1: and not something else. So what are the kind of things I should look out for?
0: Well, again, saying more than you're asked is a a big one. Um, Another thing is one of the sort of tricks that people who take depositions who are skilled at it will do is they'll try to get you on a very fast pace. They'll start slowly and then gradually, they'll start rifling questions at you faster and faster and faster. They're trying to get you to answer as fast as possible. That's always bad for you. You always want to take control and think about the questions while they're being asked and then give your answer. I mean, I'm not saying wait 10 seconds, but, you know, take enough time so you can really understand the question and really understand what you're giving as an answer. The other thing is sometimes you'll get questions that you don't understand, or they're sort of loaded questions that are unfair. Have you stopped beating your wife? Okay. So, you got to think about those questions, or maybe they may be maybe a compound question. You know, have your kids grown up and have they and have they graduated from college? Those are two different questions. So you need to think about those questions. And one of the things that you can do in deposition, you can always do this: is say, you know, I really didn't understand the question the way you asked it. Can you ask that a different way? And that's a very good way of handling that if the question is confusing or if the question is unfair because it's assuming something, like have you stopped beating your wife.
1: Now what about um, if there's a problem with the question they ask, like it's improper?
0: So, Can
1: I object, like, you know, objection? Can I do something like that? Well,
0: you can't say objection, but you can say what your problems are with the question. But your lawyer will be there to help you. And so there's two ways that your lawyer can help you during a deposition. One is you can take breaks during the deposition, and either you or your lawyer can always ask for a break, break as long as the question is not pending. So if, if, if you've answered a question, you can say, can I take a break now? And you can do that at any time, if you need to take a rest, if you need to go to the bathroom or whatever. Or if you want to speak to your attorneys, like ah, what are they getting at here? You know, what should I be looking out for? Are they trying to trick us? The other thing the uh, attorneys can do is they can make objections. Now the attorneys can't really coach you with the objections. They can't say, objection, everybody knows that it'll happen this way. But they can make certain objections that if you listen to them, they may give you some ideas about what the attorney is thinking about the question. For example, we just talked about sort of an unfair question or a question that's loaded. Well, the attorney can't say, hey, that's an unfair question, the question's loaded. The attorney can say, object to form of the question. And if you hear that, you go ahead and answer, but think about what the attorney may be thinking. Oh, that my attorney says there's an objection to the form of that question. Is that something that I should be worried about? And either in that case, if the attorney said that, or even if they didn't, you may think about saying, you know, hey, you know, I wanna, I wanna um, ask you to rephrase that question because I don't understand it the way you did. Another objection that an attorney may give is called objection to foundation. So that means that the attorney is saying they're really asking you something that's not really something you know, okay? Why was your husband mad at you, okay? You really wouldn't know that. So that's something they can ask your husband. And so your attorney may be signaling that by saying object to the form of the question. Another objection is objection asked and answered. Now one thing that attorneys like to do is if you've given a good answer to a question during the deposition, they will circle back to that later on and ask it a different way, hoping that you give a different answer. Now, a good thing to say if that happens is, you know, I think I, answer, I gave that information before and I don't think I have anything to add to that. But again, your attorney may signal that your attorney thinks that's happening by giving the objection asked and answered.
1: And so it's like when our kids ask us, mom, can I go to the concert? And I say no. And then they say, hey, my friends are going to the concert. Can I go with them? It's two ways of asking the same question in the hopes that I will change my mind. Or like in this instance, in the hopes that you may say something or that I may say something that is different the second time around so that they can come after me for saying, right. giving two different answers. Now,
0: okay. one objection you may hear, you may hear the attorney say, objection, instruct the witness not to answer. In that case, you don't answer. The attorney is saying that there's privilege or some reason why you're not required to answer that question. Very often it has to do with your conversations with your attorney and so forth. If your attorney instructs you not to answer, then you don't answer.
1: So what if it's a lay person like me being deposed, I don't have an attorney there, and these things happen.
0: Well, I mean, you know, then you have to think about these things on your own, and you and you can give the objections if you're what we call pro se, and you can give all of the objections that I just gave. Um, and I've I've done that myself. I was deposed once, and I didn't have an attorney there, and I and I gave the objections and went ahead and answered the questions as appropriate, and I objected to some and instructed myself not to answer because they had asked about things that I talked about with my lawyer.
1: Now, what happens? I'm in the deposition, you're my attorney, they ask me something, you object to it for whatever reason, and they want to argue with you. Has that ever happened?
0: It does happen, and sometimes people will call the judge, you know, like if, if, if they're upset about the objections that are being made, or if they're, about an instru- if they're mad about an instruction not to answer, or if the defending attorney says, hey, you're asking a bunch of questions that you want to get into, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a stop to this. That's the kind of thing that may result in somebody calling the judge while while you're in a deposition. You know, another thing to think about in a deposition is this. You know, as you just said, when you're deposed, the reason they're d- you doing that is they're gonna take that transcript, and if you say something different at trial, they're gonna get that transcript out and say, hey, when I asked you in your deposition about that, you said this. One really good thing to do in a deposition, especially if they're asking you about a lot of details and dates and things like that, is to say, You know, I think that there's a document that could help me answer that question. Because when you're in deposition, they're trying to give you a little memory test. They're trying to make you look bad by saying, oh, you don't know when this happened and this happened. But when you're at trial and you're testifying, there'll be a big book of exhibits in front of you. And your attorney will be able to tell you, okay, turn to exhibit 34. What does that say about when this happened? And you're allowed to refer to that. So if they try that trick and they say, hey, I asked you about this document, about what this was and you said you didn't know, you can say, yeah, and I told you there was a document and you wouldn't let me look at it and here it is. So anytime somebody gets into something that you think is contained in a document or they're just trying to be a little quiz master about dates and so forth, remember that. Say, I think there's a document that may help me with that.
1: So what if they ask you a question? I know this gets kind of tedious, but... I kind of like to know these things, and we all just watched the office episode. I'm sure you've seen it, it's on Netflix. Um, What if I don't know the answer? What if they ask me something, I don't know?
0: There's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. Don't think that you have to come up with an answer to something you don't know the answer to.
1: But, I mean, is there a better way to say it than, I don't know? Well, there is sometimes,
0: because if you're concerned that you think maybe you'll remember it later on, there are ways of saying is, you know, that's all I can remember right now. And, and a skilled attorney, and not all of them are, but a skilled questioner in deposition will give you questions like, tell me every single reason why you decided, you know, not to hit the brakes, uh, you know, before the accident. Well, you can see, yeah, and, and and then they'll can keep coming at you after you give some, anything else, anything else, anything else. That's what a very skilled attorney will do. Um, when they do that, you you might say something like, "That's all I can think of right now." Give yourself a little wiggle room if you think that you might remember other things.
1: Later. So you're saying then at trial, if that question, if I'm on the stand and they ask me those kind of questions, right. I could at that time, "Oh yeah, I remember now."
0: Yeah, because it opened the deposition and said, "And you said that's all I can remember right now." Yeah, that's what I said because that's all I could remember right now, but I have since remembered something else,
1: or I reviewed the accident report or something like that. Right, 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 right. Okay, so let's say I don't have, I'm being sued, I don't have an attorney, I'm being deposed, can I hire an attorney just to represent me in the deposition?
0: Yeah, I think you can. You can uh, hire an attorney to enter appearance just for deposition, and it happens all the time if uh, you're a non-party.
1: Like a witness. Like
0: a witness, Okay.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool. So after that... Everything's over, the deposition's taken, you mentioned the transcript. Right. Where is this theoretical transcript? Where is it kept? So the court reporter who's
0: there will then prepare a transcript.
1: And you
0: have the ability as a person who gave the deposition to review the transcript and correct any mistakes that the transcriber made. You're not allowed to to change your testimony at this time. You're required to make sure the transcript says what you think you said in the deposition. But again, if you thought of something after the deposition, it's not appropriate for you at that time to change your answer. You're supposed to be reviewing that transcript to make sure it corresponds with what you said.
1: Okay, so just as a review, so if you're called into a deposition, what are our bullet points?
0: One is, you know, if you, first of all, only answer the question that's asked. Well, first of all, tell the truth, okay? Second one, always,
1: is, tell, always, the always tell the
0: truth. Second one is only answer the question that was asked, but answer that completely. The third one is, you know, if you don't understand the question, especially if your attorney gives an objection to the form of the question, you can say, I don't really understand that question. Can you put it in another way? Another one is, you know, if you do not know the answer, say, I don't know. Try Don't make stuff up. If you don't know the answer, say, you don't know. Um, it's important, again, if you're being quizzed on things to say, you know, I think that there is a document that might provide information on that. It's it's very good if you can do that as many times as you can during the deposition. And then finally, if you're being asked about something that you were already asked about and you gave a good answer then, you know, to say, I don't have anything to add to what I already said about that earlier in the deposition.
1: And then there's the one about if they ask you questions like in rapid fire succession. And
0: ra- always try to do not allow them to establish a very Fast pace for the deposition. When you get the question, think about it. Go ahead and take your time. Give an answer.
1: And then the other one you mentioned about the um, if they had already asked you the question, yeah, and they're trying to rephrase it right. a different Again, way to yeah. try to catch you. Again, if you think po- you've
0: already answered that question, if you think you've already given that information during deposition, you can say, "I don't have anything to add um, to that, other than what I already said in the deposition."
1: So there you have it, guys. If you ever get called into a deposition. Now you're ready. Now you're ready. If you have any questions on that, you can contact Sam at sam at sambentola.com is our email address and you can also, you know, call us and schedule an appointment.
0: And we are on Instagram.
1: We are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, we are on Facebook. We are everywhere. <laughs>
0: You can't turn around without seeing
1: us. But another thing, if you want more information about this topic, Sam has written an incredible article on our website, com. Down on the bottom right, we always have our most recent blogs. And Sam has written a great blog on preparing for a deposition because, you know, sometimes you get called and it's like, what? This we can help you through that. So with that being said, thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sam the Answer Man. And um, again, we're on a lot of social media channels. We're also on Stitcher and Anchor for our audio podcast. We're going to give a shout out to our guy, Dean, here, who's helping us with sound today. Yay, so Dean's awesome, Sam's awesome, and you're awesome. Thank so you. thank you.
0: If you would like to discuss your legal issue with Sam please contact Ventola Law at 303-864-9797 or check out our website at www.VentolaLaw.com. Ventola Law, mediation and legal representation at an expert level.